0: Well, folks, welcome to one more edition of Politics and Rhonda. McBerter is your host. Thank you so kind of being a part of the show. We're going to have a great show for you today. Oh, man, I've been videoing, videoing, videoing all morning. There is so much information I, I picked out for that we're going to use, but, you know, they just keep coming. All the the great things keep coming and coming and coming. Welcome aboard, E2247. Welcome aboard, Bridge MCP. Welcome aboard, ¿Quién más está aquí? ¿Quién más está aquí? Paul Fleming, welcome aboard as well. AVQ, Michael Rudnan, how are you doing today? And we have somebody says, let's see, I thought I saw ATL checking in. Paul Fleming, ATL checking in. How you guys doing today, folks? ¿Cómo, estás? ¿Cómo están todos mis amigos? We are going to have a good time today. How is everybody doing? How is everybody doing? How is everybody, everybody doing? Okay, uh... Let's see. Let's go ahead and start with what uh, what Rudnan just posted. It says, AP, Texas judge holds gun ban for felony defendants unconstitutional. Texas judge holds gun ban for felony defendants unconstitutional. U.S. District Judge David Counts, whom then President Donald Trump appointed to the federal bench, dismissed a federal indictment against Jose Gomez Quiroz that had charge him under the federal ban. You have to wonder who's really soft on crime here. The far right is devoted to their policy of guns, 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 that they'll even let felons have guns while Democrats aim to push universal background checks to prevent new gun sales from getting into the hands of felons. Well, wife beaters, animal abusers and terrorists, it might not be too late to talk about which party cares about lowering crime rates through public policy, not just slogan This is a big story. I I didn't see it, but this is a big story. And this should be.
1: This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com system.
0: In every commercial, every ad between now and the election, in fact, we need to have, a, a, we need to have an ad out now. And let them respond to that. Thank you for bringing that to our attention, Senor Rodnan. Bridge MCP says, hello, peeps, how are you doing? Paul Fleming says, ADL checking in. E2247 says, hello, relatives. Today's visit will be the greatest ever visit. I love the way you write that greatest with the number eight, sir. Bridge MCP says, Michael Rodnan, that's one for Eric. Yes, it is. Today's Scottus rule, Lindsey Graham must testify in Georgia inquiry with one paragraph explanation, leaving little to imagination. Absolutely. So E2247, thank you for that. Scudder's orders in Graham versus Fulton uh, County, spec, SPEC purpose grand jury did not note any dissents, which probably mean that Clarence Thomas was too ashamed for the for the thuggery that he well, I don't call that thugry, but for the for well, whatever. Scoros and said Graham had been afforded substantial protection by lower courts, which had ruled that he did not have to testify on subjects related to his official duties. Uh, let's see. VQ says he's watching from uh, from Twitch. Bridge MCP say, I sent updated picture, but I don't like it. Gives an idea would have to start from scratch, and I was cheating. LOL. I'll take a look at it and see what it looks like, my dear friend. But. It's your design, baby. It's your design. E2247 says, also today, Chief Justice Roberts temporarily blocked House Ways and Means Committee from obtaining 45 stacks return. I mean, the guy said he was going to give his stacks return if it wasn't under uh, investigation, right? If it wasn't under, what? what is it called? An audit? But you know the guy's a liar and he's supported by the judges. D- supported by the judges. They keep giving him a delay, delay, delay. What do they want? For him to drop dead before we can actually see his stuff? E-2247 says, also today, Chief Justice John Roberts temporarily blocked. I read that one already. Uh, Lee Grant says, hi, all. Welcome, Lee Grant. Lee Grant, welcome aboard. Lee Grant says, leftists want to allow felons to vote. Why not a gun? Hmm. Why why should, look, the vote is different than guns. I think we can all agree on that, brother Grant. Don't you agree? Come on, man. You need to call into KPFT so we can talk, brother Grant. Oh, my neck hurts. I don't know if it's the way I slept, but it hurts like hell. And I also woke up with a uh, sprained ankle that I don't remember spraining. Wonder if I'm dying. Hey, who knows? Anyway, folks, let's get busy. What's wrong with voting? Thank you very much, Bridge MCP. You get it. You get it. You get it. Okay, let's go ahead and play. Uh, I want to... I want to play this real quick. And there was something at at Daily Coast that I was looking up and I I said, I want my peeps to see this, but I didn't. I want to check it out while I'm playing this. Anyway, here's the first video today, folks. It is about time. The mainstream media is starting to really get on the case, but is it too late? Who knows? I mean, Margaret Brennan from Face the Nation, she really, really let a, Tom Emmer, I think the 6th District of Minnesota, the congressman, he had a video where he's using a gun and shooting up a, a target. And then at the end, he says, fire Pelosi. What kind of subliminal message is he sending there? Well, he got called on that. And guess what? He he just tried to blow V8. Steve Scalise or whatever. What Democrat on screen ever showed any violence or attempted or use any visuals or talk of violence against any other politicians you cannot find it but of course they that's what they try to do false equivalence check it check this out we'll take it on the other side
2: in your twitter feed you posted this video we're going to show just a few days ago where you're firing a gun and it says enjoyed exercising my second amendment rights hashtag fire pelosi why is there a gun in a political ad at all. It wasn't an ad. Hashtag I, was, war, I, was a tweet. out, I was tweeting out Hashtag something that I had just done. Hashtag fire Pelosi with a weapon. Well, now wouldn't a pink slip be more fitting if it, it's about firing her? It's interesting, Margaret. Why a
3: gun? It's interesting, Margaret, that we're talking about this this morning. When a couple of years back, when a Bernie Sanders supporter shot Steve which Scalise, which was horrendous and Sanders horrific, which is shot why we Steve should Steve be Scalise, not I never heard you weapons. or anyone else in the media trying to blame
2: Democrats for what happened. We need to stay we focused on what we're all doing. extensive coverage of what happened to Ex- Steve Scalise. Me? There is extensive nobody news tried sir. to equate Democrats
3: rhetoric, people. I'm not talking about your
2: rhetoric. I'm talking about what you posted. You're shooting same. a gun. Our viewers just saw it. Yeah. Right. Hashtag fire Pelosi. Exercising our Second Amendment rights. Having That's, not a Second a Amendment. Yep. That's not a debate about the Second Amendment. That's not a debate about the Second Amendment. Hashtag fire Pelosi. Yes, it is. I, I'm, Do you, I'm you running not the understand that that is to suggestive to people who are in a bad state and in this current environment, how risky it is, as you're talking well, about I, the I importance of lowering the rhetoric?
0: Now, what Margaret Brennan did was it was perfect. Margaret Brennan, you did an excellent job in putting him on the defensive. He is not he's not supposed to be reelected to that job. He has lost the right to serve. Think about that. He is going he was serving or going to serve under Nancy Pelosi. And that is what he puts out there. These are some violent Thugs. The MAGA Republicans are nothing more than violent thugs, insurrectionists, and uh, some of them terrorists, and some of them even worse. We really need to get and and uh, to my good Republican friends, take back your party. We need a good pushback so that we can come up with the better. Policies, But you're not going to have that by having a whole lot of thugs who are the base of your party. Absolutely not. You're not going to have that. Now, it seems like Bolsonaro, uh, who is the progressive who won in, uh, in, in Brazil, it turns out that uh, his thugs, you know, the followers of Bolsonaro, are blocking streets and burning tariffs and all of that for losing an election. They lost. And what are they going to do? They lost, they lost. But anyhow, it says, Bolsonaro now expects to accept defeat as his supporters, block roads, demand military coup, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Imagine that, you lose the election, so you're asking the military to come in and conduct a coup. Why? Because you lost an election? I mean, what's wrong with the right? Ahead of reports that Brazilian President Jair Bolsonaro is imminently expected to end his silence and accept defeat at the hands of leftist Luis Inácio Lula de Silva, da Silva, backers of the far-right incumbent block hundreds of roads across the country on Sunday and Monday, an early indicator of a potentially fraught two-month presidential transition period. By Monday night, pro Bolsonaro truck drivers and other motorists had set up 342 roadblocks. BBC News reported, citing federal police data, according to the newest outlet.
1: This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust, or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory...
0: Blockages were reported in all but two states, causing considerable disruption and affecting food supply chains. Some flights were canceled after access to Sao Paulo International Airport were restricted. Truckers union leaders, meanwhile, have denounced the actions of a handful of disgruntled right-wing truckers and reiterated their support for Lula a member of the Workers' Party who began his political career in the 1970s as metal workers' union organizers. It's funny. I always find it funny how the people that the right-wing screws continues to vote for them. Does that show a mental problem? What is it exactly that it shows? It actually shows, no. I'm going to play a piece by uh, Anand Hirad-Hiradas, that actually explains what the process really is. But it is too early to do that. Let me get back to what you guys are talking about, and then I'll, I'll come right back with that particular piece that I that I taped. Uh, what's wrong with voting is what Bridge MCP told uh, Lee Grant. Lee Grant, you want felons to have guns? What? You're serious? No, he's not serious. Eric Hayes, felons don't get to vote. Lost that when they commit a crime. Um, I don't know that the Constitution said that that was a necessity, so that was just a way to, uh, you know, to put it bluntly, we could actually prove that unconstitutional, because what it could say then is we could falsely incarcerate you, get a a bunch of folks of your peer to convict you, and you've lost your right to vote. No, that cannot be. Anyhow, let's continue. Uh, Paul Fleming says, life versus death. Michael Rodnan is Well, I don't know what that is. Bridge. I mean, Daniel says, don't give us hope. Egberto, don't give us hope. I don't give hope. We make hope. No, I don't give hope. We make results. We don't always get the results we want right away, but we never give in. We never give up to do what's positive for humanity, to do what's right for humanity. No, we never give up, Mr. Ledeau, because we will always seek out evil and extricate evil from the lives of people. Bree, CP says, when they do their time, they should be allowed to vote. Exactly. Paul Fleming says, if you do the crime and sever the time, you should get your rights back except carrying a gun. Lee Grant says, Maxine Waters precisely called for violence against political foes. You get in their face. Okay, let me see. I get in if 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 I need to stop you from going to, or if I if I want to protest you going into a restaurant, I get in your face. Okay. Did I take it and did I use a hammer and crack your skull and attempt to murder you? I don't think so. I love the way you guys like to create false equivalences. No. No false equivalences here, folks. We don't allow false equivalences. We don't allow them to say, Maxine Waters said this, or look at what happened to, to, uh, uh, to, to Scalise, Steve Scalise. Let's remember, in fact, I have a video on the different reaction from Pelosi and Kerry Lake to this one incident, uh, one, somebody getting their skull cracked. With a hammer, attempted murder, an attempted murder on Steve Scalise. It's amazing the difference in humanity by those who aspound, or, or those who go for one party over another. Michael uh, Eric Hay says, "Oh my God, no way Schumer called all to violence, and others called for violence, and it is all." Sometimes I promise you, Eric, I don't sometimes when you say certain, I mean, sometimes I agree with you, but sometimes I don't know what the hell you're saying. All right. Trump's tax uh, returns are likely to show widespread evidence of tax evasion, fraud, bank fraud over overvaluing and undervaluing properties for benefits insurance fraud. The last time the public saw Trump's tax returns, it showed Trump lost a billion dollars. Trump is the worst businessman in American history, and he's the best charlatan out as well. Michael Rodney says, inside and violence, it's not covered by free speech, right? That is correct. You can't jump out of a, of a, of a building and say, oh, the building is on fire. You can't do that. All right, Michael Rund. I mean, uh, Michael Rundall, I think that the Republican Party is beyond saving. What we need is a third party to replace Republicans. I think that's what. Uh, I think that's what. Um, uh, that is in the mind of uh, our our current friend uh, Liz 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 Cheney. Even though I don't agree with her policies, but we need to have. Uh, we need to replace those 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 people. Completely. Eric Hayes says, mental problems are screwing up the country with bad policy nowadays. Yeah, I don't think you could name me a, ba- a bad policy if you if you actually judge it accurately. Bridge MCP says, they vote that way because they are either ignorant or feel the same way. And I think you hit the nail on the head. It's one or the other, not anywhere in between. Bridge MCP says, healthcare should solve that, Eric. Uh, let's see. Maywood says, good afternoon. Welcome aboard, May. Michael says, there is a difference between shaming a politician in a restaurant and cracking an elderly man's skull with a hammer. I've seen the trolling in the right wing bubble on this. They are really are blind to what they are doing. They're not blind. They have been taught to lose their humanity. And that is what we are here for. Bring back humanity. Humanity. Uh, Eric K. says, Schumer called people to violence just like Maxime Waters. That's a lie, of course. BP uh, Bruce Pollard says, I voted yesterday, so now it is time to get others out. We need the youth vote to tell folks to go vote. And you know what, guys? Guess who voted yesterday uh, with me, mi Ijita? I also voted yesterday. In fact, let me see if I can... Um, if I can go ahead and pull that baby up where I did my vote, I did my vote. And you know what? We should all make sure and go out there and vote. If I can find where I vote, I will show you that I actually voted because uh you know and you know what? It wasn't it was not painful at all to vote, folks. So please, 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 please go out there and do your civic duty. And make sure you vote. Because I did yesterday. And uh, okay, I'm, I'm, let's see if I can play that. Where is it? Where is it? I need to find it. I need to find it. Anyway, folks, we are we have a lot more show to give you. And uh, if I can get this to play. Ah, uh, yes, I can. All right. There we go. Bear with me a a bit, folks. Bear with me a bit. I want to play this. Here we go. Guess who voted? I did. And here we go. Me and my daughter just got through voting, and we've voted to save the country. Right, boo? Yep. What did we do?
4: First of all, if you have any mobility issues, they do have curbside voting, which is what I did since, you know, that thing happened. So... If you are hard of walking, difficult walking, you know, you tire easy standing in line, curbside voting, get your vote in.
0: We got to vote, folks. We have to make sure. Let's disregard the polls. Come out here and vote. And there's one important thing. You must, to save this country, vote all Democrat. There's absolutely no other way to save this country from fascism, to save this country from a lack of health care and all these issues. Vote appropriately. Absolutely, folks. So don't you forget it. Go vote. And this time I can say it on this show because this isn't a nonprofit. I can say go vote and vote Democratic if you want to save the country. I don't care what anybody else is telling you. Remember, if you want to save the country, the only way to vote is to vote Democratic and vote Democratic today. Vote Democratic today. Whoa. Okay. Let's continue with the show. Let's see what else we got here. What else we got here? Uh, para uh, Michael Renner says, one of two parties is actively attempting to corrupt the political system beyond repair. Have you seen that the Republicans are trying to do what the re- with elections, denying results, pushing political violence, trying to pass 440 plus voter suppression bills? I'll say it again. Democracy itself is on the ballot. Vote. Or it might be your last time, Eric. He says Liz was extricated and might get three people to join. We'll see. Uh, Bruce says a third party will never work with the electoral college. What we need to do, Bruce, is what the Tea Party did to the Republican Party. They absorbed the party. They went in and infiltrated the old Republicans. Need to reinfiltrate their party again because the way the laws are written, you're correct about that. Maywood says uh, that's to somebody else. Uh, B. Pollard says "Rank choice voting enacted Nationwide will work fine It's working in Alaska And it may actually give us a Democrat Again in Alaska After this election uh, Let's see Eric K. says You will pay the price Schumer violent rhetoric Goes viral again Attempting murder of Justice Kavanaugh That's a joke But what can I say Hey what can I say uh, You guys live in a bubble Lee Grant says I cast my vote for Abbott Keep Texas red Vote folks remember we love Lee Grant but Lee Grant is simply wrong vote Beto O'Rourke Mike Collier and every democrat down the road yesterday was the first time my entire voting record went to a democrat and and for where there were no democrats I went ahead and voted for the libertarian I wanted to make sure that the republican did not Get into power And that's the goal Because right now Until that party Is cleaned up They are a clear And present danger To all of America To all of the world Alright Bridge MCP says "WW, Whoa Curbside voting Yep she did Michael Rennan says I just checked My absentee ballot Was received Whoop whoop Great. Brief says, don't receive on where I am. That's that's twice. But I don't mind. There are only 2,200 people here. But you know what, girl? Your vote matters. Paul Fleming says, Kansas voters are getting misleading texts on where to vote. Beware. I tell you, these guys can only win if they do nasty things uh let's see uh eric K says you are in a big old bubble be careful egberto i don't think so i i actually make sure this hang around both republicans and democrats all of the times daniel Ledeau says biden is in the white house does egberto really believe this would be could be the last election you will ever vote in again if democrats lose this week come on man you sound like a fool I am a fool. Oh, my God, I'm a fool. No, here's what we're saying. And I think anybody with anybody who cares to think seriously would get it. If you have secretary of states that are controlling the elections in 2024 that came about and won in 2022 and they institute all those uh, since they are in control of the election in their states. And we have a right wing court that doesn't believe in the Constitution or any of these matters for that matter then know that that statement is very accurate. Nuance, brother, nuance, brother, nuance, brother. I know it takes a different level, another level of indirection, but hey, we don't need to be lazy in our thought process. Let's get busy. RCP estimate 53 53 Republican Senate seats. That's not what RCP said. RCP currently is at 50-50, and RCP says there is a 80% chance that Democrats will win between 46 and 53 seats, and then you reverse that, I think there's a 70% chance Republicans would win, and I don't remember what their range was. So let's be accurate here. Anyhow, let's go ahead and listen to An- Anan Hirad- Hiradas. I really want you to listen to this, and then we'll take it on the other side. Check it out. Let me get this media on, and here we go. Former New York prosecutor Charles Coleman and uh, author and, uh, I guess, progressive uh, uh, Anand Hiradiradas, they hit the nail on the head. Democrats have a messaging problem, and as Hiradiradas says, they don't understand that people don't know or that... Politics is not self-explanatory. And he shows the distinction between Democrats and Republicans, how Republicans lead the way and Democrats assume after they say something, people should just simply understand. Well, you know, one of the reasons we have politics done right is because I understand that. I understand that we have to work with people. We can't just say something one time and expect it to be digested. Listen to this and then we'll take it on the other side
3: for a very long time have said that the Democratic Party has a messenger problem, but moreover, they have a message problem. And what I mean by that is I talk to apathetic voters or people who are of voting age all the time in community. And part of the problem is that there has not been the connection made as to making these things relevant. I talked about how the, the, the narrative around crime, for example, I talked about how that has been sensationalized and that train has gone off the track. And now you're talking about how this connection between economics and women's reproductive rights has not been made in such a way that makes it real for voters. Mm-hmm. That is a fundamental flaw of how Democrats have approached election after election after election in such a way where you cannot sell a central message to your voting base in a way that energizes them. It is not just a problem with the messenger; it is a problem with the clarity of the message. I, can,
5: I agree with that yeah. so deeply. And yeah. that is in many ways the argument of the Persuaders book, which is that this When you're talking about Dobbs, there there was that moment and then what happened? What happened is... Democrats think politics is self explanatory and that policy is self explanatory. If women know this decision has been made by the Supreme Court, then women will fully radicalize themselves, organize themselves, and do the thing you want them to do months out. Nothing actually works like that in politics. And the Republicans understand you have to organize people. They know that. They have have three messages every night on Fox News
2: immigration, crime, economy, all day, every day. And so for things.
5: I I spent time with organizations. Organizers, In particular for this book and the organizers were remarkable because they they use this word meaning making to describe what their work is and their work is to to take you from noticing a Supreme Court case take you from that one Mm. to the 10 of being ready to lay down in traffic for, for that issue or to take you from the one of hearing a story of your friend being mugged as the right does to a 10 of like the border needs to be secured or whatever and the left frankly is absent. On that kind of meaning making, I would have loved to see President Biden the next week after the Dobb decision in Texas signing women in at an abortion clinic. Absolutely, show Absolutely people agree. 100%. take ma- make stunts. Um, the Democrats are struggling to pick fights, str- as you were talking about, struggling to to have messages that that galvanize people and struggling to offer a thrilling alternative to the dis- to the awfulness of Trumpism. It's not just enough to say those people are dangerous.
0: Anand is absolutely right. Charles Coleman is absolutely right. And when Democrats and progressive get off that disdain for those who don't quite understand and those that you have to really hand hold and hand feed, that is when true progressive values, things that people say they want, that Republican says, "Oh, it's unattainable." So therefore, go with us when we show them the way. Then we won't have problems winning. We won't have elections where we're biting or 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 fingernails like we are right now. We spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to trying to parse it into a. Absolutely so, folks. Absolutely so. Uh, hey, John Cotter, welcome to Politics Done right. Hey, John, where are you? Are you in um, Houston? Or are you back in Germany or flying those big birds? Or where are you at? Anyway, Michael says, Lee Grant, confusing hate and sloganeering for smart politics. Whoa. Right. Now, again, here, here is what my, my take. And I think Anand Hidat let us uh, get the point. Oh, you're in Tokyo. Wow. Wow. Uh, Eat all that good food for me, man. I'll live vicariously through you. Um, check this out, guys. And, and you know, I, I have the problem as well, right? We go out there and tell people stuff one time. And we put, you know, we also speak in a lot of times in words that are, that doesn't grab the gut, you know? And I have to learn that myself. I have to try to speak in a manner that grabs the gut. And that is something. And, and you know what, um, Lee Grant, I'll give it to you. You guys are s- much smarter at bloviating than, than progressives are. You are absolutely right. The problem is that you can't govern with bloviation. You can't govern. You can't solve a climate crisis. With bloviation, you can't solve a lead in water crisis by bloviation. You can't solve an economic crisis by bloviation. You can't solve a pandemic by bloviation. You can bloviate about it, but you won't solve it with bloviation. And what Democrats need to learn, what I need to learn, what those of us who have any kind of a platform has to learn is to be able to To go to where the person is, the persons are, and communicate that hits the gut. And, uh, you know, I am learning that. A lot of us are learning that. Um, That's why I like to have a lot of folks from all persuasions here. You know, that's why. So anyhow, uh, let's see what else we got here. Paul Fleming says, I am a single issue voter. I am voting uh, to save the country from Republicans who want to tear down the country I love. Amen. Daniel says, LOL, those guys just basically said Democrats need to manipulate people better. No, they need to communicate with people better. The people who manipulate are those who, uh, well, I, I, I want to show you this. Let's see, what time is it? Not not time yet. The, the one that I have with Dana Bass. Uh, let's see which one is this here. It gives a good illustration. Let's see which one is this. Media averages. Okay. Well, I'll I'll play that one a a bit later. But anyway, we are at halftime right now. Para ver donde estamos. Let's see. We are at halftime. So let's go ahead and do our ask and then we'll be right back. We'll be right back. Politics done right depends on you. To keep doing what we do. What do we do? We make sure to keep, number one, the internet seeded with blogs and information to counter the right and to present what progressives represent for the be- benefit of us all to everybody so that it's not misread, misled by any other entity. We make sure and populate that internet with blogs, with videos, with all these other things to make sure that we are informed and to counter everything that you normally hear that that are lying at the right. We also make sure to create articles in, in magazines, articles in newspapers all around the country to ensure again, that our message gets out there last but not least we also write books as you see it class warfare the only resort to right-wing doom how to make america utopia are two of the many books that i've written on these issues so please support us in one of many ways numero uno you can support us at paypal either one time or monthly, go to politicsdoneright.com PayPal. You can support us on Patreon. That is politicsdoneright.com slash Patreon. Patreon is spelled P-A-T-R-E-O-N. You can support us by becoming a part of our YouTube channel, going to politicsdoneright.com YouTube, or you can support us in many other forms that you can find at politicsdoneright.com support. Be sure to visit our store, politicsdoneright.com slash store, and get our books at politicsdoneright.com slash books. You know what's what's interesting? I just thought about that while I was playing that, and that is, um, you know, we have had affirmative action for quite some time, and um, this particular Supreme Court is, I I would say there's a 99% chance that that is gone. And um, I I won't discuss it today, but I'll discuss it in subsequent days, what it really means. Because people just don't get it. Those people who believe that somehow we don't need programs like affirmative uh, or or policies like affirmative actions, etc. But you're going to see what's going to happen. It's shameful, but... You know, that's what happens when you don't know how to win elections, right? You allow the minority to rule. That's what's happening. All right. Paul Fleming says, if the GOP is looking for America's trust, then maybe they need to be uh, need to be able to distinguish between the truth in news and fantasy. Yeah. Michael Rodman. That's not for me. Let's see. What else did I miss here? What else did I miss here? Uh, I mean, that I read that already. Okay. We also have Lee Grant says, what affirmative action means is Asians get hosed at Harvard. Okay. Wow. Really? All right. I won't touch that right now. Uh, Daniel says the excise of the racist affirmative action is a magnificent step towards a race reconciliation. God bless Goddess. All right. So, I think I think you baited me because I want to ask I want to ask you a question. Um, do you think there has ever been any problem with hiring people of color in the corporate America, Daniel? I'm I'm interested in finding out. Do you think there was ever a problem that? These, that these folks didn't get hired, not because of their competency, but because of their hue? I'd love your answer because I'd like a dialogue. And that's why, you know, at Cape, now that we have three shows at KPFT, Monday, Wednesday, Fridays at noon, I wish some of you would call into that show so we could discuss this sort of thing. So my question again to you, Daniel, uh, do you believe there was, discri- there, there was systemic discrimination against people of color to get certain jobs in corporations yes or no I would be curious for your answer but since you won't answer we'll go ahead and move on to the next subject which is folks i have good news for the senate finally a reliable poll and i don't know how reliable because like i said the voter the likely voter model i still think it's suspect but The trend line is what's important. Check this out. I learned something from uh, Chris Hayes uh, earlier today. I didn't realize that a lot of the pollings that were out there were actually dial up polls and uh, a lot lesser quality polls. I kind of knew some of them were lesser quality. But what a lot of what seems to have been happening is Republican polls have been coming out, 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 out simply to Fill up these polling averages and make it seem like Republicans were stronger than they really were. Well, new polls came out, and according to Chris, this is a more reputable poll. Of course, I'm very jury of polls because we don't know what the likely voter model is going to look like. And I think in these ex- in years when there are extenuating circumstances like the the bill trying to take away women's rights, etc things get a little bit more difficult to predict why I actually believe Democrats are in a much better position than any poll would likely say right now. Listen to this and then we'll take it on the other side.
3: The race between Republican Blake Masters and incumbent Democratic Senator Mark Kelly of Arizona is one of the key races that could decide the balance of power in the Senate. Some brand new polling from New York Times and Siena College on that race and three others that look pretty good for Democrats. Kelly's up six points on Masters. In Pennsylvania, Democrat John Fetterman leads Republican Mehmet Oz by nearly six points. We should note that survey was conducted before their debate. In Georgia, Democratic Senator Raphael Warnock is a slim lead over Republican Herschel Walker. In Nevada, Democratic Senator Catherine Cortez Masto and Republican Adam Laxalt are dead even. Um, David, let me start with you on these Times polling. Again, there's a ton of polls. Uh, the polling average has definitely uh, been moving, I think, in Republicans' favor the last several weeks, although I think it's sort of steadied a little bit in the last few weeks. These jumped out at me because this is a fairly high-quality polling operation, as the Times notes. Uh, most of the polling over the last few weeks is coming from partisan outfits, usually Republican or autodial firms. The polls are cheap enough to flood the zone. Many of them were emboldened by the 20th 2020 election, when their final results came close to the election results, even as other pollsters struggled. What do you make of where these marquee races are and whether they've sort of tightened to 50 50 and that's your assumption, or whether you think folks like Kelly uh, are are still holding a little bit of an edge?
6: Well, Chris, I think there was tightening across the country. That was natural because there was a period of time, you know, let's say 45, 60 days ago, you know, Republicans were basically at their bottom. And a lot of the folks who were saying they were undecided in polls were Republicans or Republican leaning independents. They've come home. I agree with your assessment that there are a lot of garbage Republican polls for the most part that are polluting these poll averages. Um, you know, some of them have Republican Senate candidates getting 25, 30, 35% of the African American vote. So either Maybe if they are, Republicans are heading to a landslide win. Uh, but if it's anywhere around, let's say, 90-10, uh, things look better. So the important thing about these polls, and, and that is a high-quality pollster, is you have Kelly above 50, and you have Fetterman and Warnock basically almost at 50. Now, Cortez Masto is not there, but in Nevada, her win, I think she won her first race at 46 or 47. So there's going to be a bunch of uh, none of the above, which is an option in Nevada. Right. And... Uh, Third-party votes. So that's the most important thing right now. If you're even looking at your own data in a campaign, is are you getting closer at your win number? Because again, if a poll shows you at up 44, 43, but there's a bunch of undecideds, a bunch of people undecided about voting, and you don't like who those people are, you know you're heading to a rough outcome. So yeah, these are very solid results for the Democrats. And of course, if if this result were to carry forward, uh, you know, eight days from now they would retain the Senate. Here's the rub in a place like
3: Ohio. J.D. Vance shouldn't be where he is. No, great. He should be above 50% in Ohio, and he isn't. Um, and so the fact that the, the Democratic candidate is at forty five, forty six, forty seven in that range, depending on the polling, tells you how competitive the race is. And it tells you also very much as we saw in Kansas, there are Republicans who are not getting counted or or, or being assumed to uh vote or lean on a particular way, uh, who aren't sold on, on Vance's campaign, who may just in fact say, you know what, I'm going to do it. Okay. Grandma don't look yeah. and I'm going to vote for the Democrat.
0: So, yes, I am very, very confident if the trajectory of this poll is correct, that not only will we, uh, keep the Senate, but if you listen to Michael Steele. You know, people looking at Vance versus Ryan may say, "I don't know." Uh, this Ryan guy, kind of remember, there's a there's a Democrat that simply seemed to can't lose in in uh, in 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 uh, Ohio right now. So there's not there's a good chance that the same would happen with Ryan. We'll see. But I think these polls. On the uh, the Senate side, should have people feeling a bit more confident about holding on to the Senate. You know, I couldn't remember the name of the senator. I couldn't remember the name of the senator. Oh yeah, Sherrod Brown. Sherrod Brown is a senator who always beats the odds and win in Ohio. And the the uh, Ryan, even though I'm not a particular lover of Ryan. I think Sherrod Brown is a real progressive. Ryan is a who knows what Ryan is, but I mean I think he can win the district. Anyhow, um I don't think a progressive like Sherrod, absent his name recognition and what he has brought to to Ohio could win Ohio today. I do think if if a democrat is going to win Ohio, it has to be somebody like Ryan. We may not like it, but that may be where Ohio is in the near term until we can actually Get some more of our messages made out there and, and and our friend here bad mama 1950 is not only a bad mama, she's right. Democrats need to speak to the people in their language. They went to college and majority of the people never went to school. Okay, hear you, girl, hear you. Uh let's see, why aren't the Fed rate hikes slow? Slowing down inflation, big corporations raising their prices higher than their increase in costs. How can corporations do this? They have monopoly power. So what's the best way to fight this? Antitrust laws. And like I said, the industries that Americans all depend on that they must have. Energy, oil, all those segments of our society should be nationalized. And everything else, private sector. If people want to go to a pizza shop or not, they have the choice. They can decide what they want to buy, clothes, certain types of clothes, whatever, free market, let let the capitalists, whatever you want, do with it. But for things that people must have for survival, the way to get corporations into a true competitive market where competition really drive prices. Is when people don't have to have the product. If folks have to have the product, the the, comp- the the model doesn't work because at that point we can take you for what you're worth, right? No, uh, no, Lee Grant. We'll get free trans- We'll get public transportation. That's what it's all about. All right. So uh, it is important for us to understand these features. Anyway, lawmakers to Powell. How many millions will be thrown out of their jobs due to Fed policy? This ties right into what brother Paul Fleming is talking about. Paul Fleming made a very important point. They keep raising interest rates. They're going to keep raising interest rates until they throw the economy into a recession. How do that happens? Because all of us spending, those who spend on credit cards, those who have variable mortgages, etc., that keeps going up and taking money out of the pockets and then the, the, the thugs that have increased prices unnecessarily are then forced to, to lower their prices as opposed to a country who say, oh, you're going you're gonna to starve America? We'll nationalize that to make sure Americans aren't starved of energy, Americans aren't starved of health care, etc. I am serious as a heart attack. Uh, uh, these things that they like to call free markets cannot work in healthcare, energy, or anything that people need because there's not competition there. Let me give you another factor. Well, I think I got to move on. Yeah, uh, I better move on. Let's go ahead and play our third tape and then we'll move from there. I learned something from uh, Chris Hayes uh, earlier today. I didn't realize that a lot of the polls that... We're out there, we're actually dial up polls and Oops, uh, wrong one. a lot lesser quality polls. I kind of knew some of them were lesser quality, but what a lot of what seems to have been happening, Dana Bass did something great today. She really bucked uh, Senator Rick Scott when he lied about Bi- the Biden administration uh, uh, cutting Medicare. I want you to listen to this and then we'll take it on the other side.
4: Let's talk about your midterm agenda. Democrats say that. One of your proposals that which would sunset all federal legislation after five years jeopardizes Medicare and Social Security. You've previously said that those programs need to be preserved, reformed and protected. So just a simple yes or no. Do Republicans want to cut Medicare and or Social Security?
3: Absolutely
6: not. And you know, the Democrats just cut $280 billion. All Democrats in the Senate and House voted to cut $280 billion out of Medicare just two what, two months ago.
4: And then they want to say Republicans want to cut something. I just want to correct the record. The Democrats plan, which is now law, it didn't cut social, excuse me, it didn't cut Medicare benefits. It allowed for negotiation for prescription drug prices which would ultimately bring down the price and the cost for, for Medicare consumers. But I want to ask the next question, which is about raising okay, the eligibility. Can we just finish
6: that, though? Sure. It cut, 280, Dana, it cut $280 billion out of Medicare. That means we're going to have fewer life-saving drugs. It cut $280 billion out of, out of Medicare. They can per it say they, would, they it did all that. Cut, they it cut didn't cut $280 it, billion dollars out of Medicare. It did not cut it, benefits. It will reduce life-saving drugs.
0: Now let me tell you, folks. I want to show you something. First of all, from uh, Cap Action, uh, MAGA Republicans plan to force Social Security and Medicare cuts. Here it's Rick Scott, uh, America Rescue Plan. The chairman of National Republican Senatorial Committee, Rick Scott, released a plan that would sunset Social Security and Medicare after five years. So they have it already in writing. If you doubt it, here is his plan on the internet, and here is this area that I will highlight. All federal legislation sunsets in five years, meaning they have to be reauthorized in five years. Every five years, they have to vote on Social Security. Every five years, they have to vote on Medicare. If a law is worth keeping, Congress can pass it again. In other words... You know, every five years, they're going to negotiate on, on folks and whether we're going to give them health care or not, whether we're going to give them Social Security or not. The reason you don't want to negotiate this stuff every five years is you want to take Social Security and Medicare as much as possible out of the political realm so they can't fight about it like they fight about the national debt and all these other issues. So no, yes, these guys are planning to cut social security. But guess what? Johnson from Wisconsin, he actually said, you know, we need to sunset it every year. Let them vote on authorizing social security every year. Let them vote on authorizing Medicare every year. What do you think that's going to do? If they're in a little bit of a budget crisis, they need to send more uh, buy more guns for somebody else. Where do you think that money is going to come from? They're not going to always do it on, on, on spending the money on, on deficit. They'll cut all of you guys because there's a lot more money in Social Security that they can really siphon off of.
4: Let's talk about uh, another part of your plan, which calls for permanently extending the 2017 Trump tax cuts. Many economists say that could make inflation worse, the nonpartisan Congressional Budget Office says it would add almost $3 trillion to the deficit. So how is that fiscally responsible?
6: Well, here, here's my experience. I cut tax and fees 100 times as governor of Florida, and my revenues grew, right? Revenues grew with the Trump tax cuts. They didn't go down. They grew with the Trump tax cuts.
0: I wish here that Donna, John, uh, Dana Bass had gotten back to, um, to this stuff about uh, when he talked about Oh, uh, revenue increased, revenue increased when we had the one point something trillion dollar tax cut. Because if we go ahead and we take a look specifically on on what CNBC had to say, they said, U.S. tax revenue as a proportion of GDP dropped the most out of any country in the Organization for Economic Cooperation and Development in 2018, according to the report released Thursday, that's largely due to the one. $1.5 trillion GOP tax cut President Donald Trump signed into law. The tax cuts dramatically altered the U.S. tax landscape for the first time in decades by permanently slashing the corporate tax rate from 35% to 21%, temporarily temporarily cutting individual tax rates and state and local tax deductions. And here it shows you that we are way down as far as tax collection. We are a country that is no longer forcing these corporations who live on us to go ahead and pay so little. What was the title of the article? U.S. lost more tax revenue than any other developed country in 2018 due to Trump tax cuts, new report says. So you can't believe the lies these guys talk. They kind of fuddled the information by saying, oh, there was more." actually more money collected. But if you have an economy that is larger, you may get some more money collected, but as a percentage of... In other words, other people paid more taxes, but as a percentage of the entire tax base, corporations paid next to nothing. Let's let's be clear, folks. These guys are the best liars out there. And unless we call them out intelligently, they will continue to do and lie. The problem is there are not enough people in their base that hold them to challenge they're poor they're they're not they're they're, many of them are poor and still voting for these guys that will support nothing that actually helps them folks we have to be there for brothers and sisters we have to be there to make sure these crooks these liars these economic thugs are not continued to be in office we spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to trying to parse it into a form that everybody can understand. Sometimes my buttons are a bit slower than they should be. All right, Lee Grant want free cars. No, Lee Grant, we are not giving you free cars, but uh, government supplied EVs, so some people would be nice. It's coffee if you want. But if we want to throw the kitchen sink at global warming, maybe some of that would be worthwhile. All right. Paul Fleming says, you know that the people you're voting for are crazy when they're trying to spin conspiracy on why Pelosi's husband was attacked. If you are voting for them, you're crazy in believing that. I just find it amazing that you're going to have a sect that actually believes that. What can I say? Eric says, no sunset. It is relooked at for increases. They would never cancel it. Use some common sense. Who said they'll never cancel it? We thought they would never have canceled uh, Roe versus Wade. In fact, they said... That Roe versus Wade was uh, established law, and they wouldn't do it. Why would we believe them on on anything else? Absolutely not. I think they will cancel it in a, in a heartbeat. The Cook uh, Koch brothers don't like Social Security. They want you to simply put money in a 401k. That it's at the whim of the it, uh, uh, whim of the stock market. Wake up! Wake up! Uh, you use rhetoric and politics uh, Let's see, you use rhetoric and politics And buying guns, what party is doing That no Dems are spending money They don't, wow, okay um, Michael Rudnan, Eric Hayes, Kevin McCarthy Is open about eliminating Social Security Medicare, Medicaid, and all other Social safety net that produce Poverty rates in this country by more than a half You got grandparents, this will affect them I will be getting a refund now And I paid just in the last two years Okay, good for you. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Um, uh, let's see, Egberto, minding reading this long one out for Daniel Ledo. I'll put this simple language so that he can understand most clearly. Marxism pushes class warfare as its primary theme, the workers versus the filthy rich. Marxism wants workers to rise above. Right now, the class war already exists and the billionaire class is winning through their corporations as they price gouge the people score record profits and pollute the world nationalization those or nationalizing those corporations jailing the worst offenders then establishing high top marginal tax rates and using that funding to provide government services for the people including but not in limited to infrastructure investment that would uplift all people out of poverty and live in wages there are The wages of a decent life. Nationalizing the fossil fuel corporations that are destroying the world and those in the healthcare sector who are causing half a million medical bankruptcy would be nationalized. These are steps beyond single payer that some European nations and South American nations have already done. Democrats aren't pushing this agenda. Understand that this is what the actual left wants. Even knowing this, I expect nothing but caricaturing and burning straw men from you. And, you know, that's what they don't understand. I mean, these guys are so attached to a failed system that they just don't see it. They are so attached to a failed system. And not only that, a a system that is enslaving them intrinsically, but they just don't see it. Uh, That is something that... You know, a lot of work that we have to do. Maybe we'll do it sometime. But anyhow, we got to get out of here, folks. Uh, My name is, oh, we got about a minute. So if if you guys put anything in in here for the next minute, I'll be more than happy to read it. Uh, Let's see if we have anybody else that we need to talk to. Uh, Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. I don't think, I think I also addressed every single person. So Bridge MCP says, solvent green movie. Watch it. Uh, I think I, did Did I see that movie? Sounds familiar. But anyway, folks, we got to get out of here. Egberto, as always, thanks for reading that long one out for me. If you don't, they'll never see it. Anyway, folks, my name is Egberto Willis. This is Politics Done Right. And you guys know how I end this baby. I am what out.